What's good, U of M? It's your boy, Professor Brendan, here with Professor Tino. What's goody? We gotta address the biggest news that's hitting us right now, and this mandatory vaccine policy coming from the university. It's segregation. <laughs> oh, it's you and every other student, my dear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of, I won't say I won't say crazy people, just people, very opinionated people who don't agree with the mandatory vaccination policy. Mm. Um, as Dr. Benarash said, there's no reason not to get vaccinated. Um, but there's still those people out there, and you know we represent all students, so if students sure. hold those views, we still have to let those views be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I think we can both agree that this is the right way forward for the university. I think so. I mean, it is the best way of getting the safest possible return. Um, and like you're saying, Dr. Van Rush was talking about how there's no medical reason to not get vaccinated. Right. So that's definitely something to consider there. But unless if it's religious reasons and all that, but right. honestly, the best approach for having us back on campus and staying on campus, which is the most important mm-hmm. thing, is to have people vaccinated because um, weren't we talking about how you still get sick last time? Or yeah, we everyone's going to get that, it anyways. Right? Yeah. But apparently it's very, very mild. If you catch it and um, sort of you test positive, then it's not as severe as if you weren't vaccinated. So yeah, well, I think it was you that even said this. You yeah. catch it and it's killed on the spot because you have. Yeah. So yeah, everyone's going to catch it. But instead of having it for 14 days and being able to spread it, yeah. killed within a day because your body fights it off. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, there's been a bunch of tweets about this were two weeks past that Bombers game, uh, home opener, season yeah. opener, where everyone that went was vaccinated, and there's been no spikes, no spike in um, in infections. So Which it goes good. to show that, yeah, vaccines work. And right, I'm, so there's, yeah, obviously the people in my emails also saying, like, there's no long-term data. I think that's a pretty good data point to say vaccines work if no one, yeah, got infected from that large event. That's true. Um, that's very true. Oh, it, or even so, maybe they did get infected, but again, because they were vaccinated, it was killed off right away, and they didn't actually like have it. They weren't actually infected by it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, with this with this policy, I mean, there's still lots of details to be worked out, and maybe mm-hmm. new information comes this week because it was just announced on Thursday, and kind of a whirlwind of uh, news hitting it. But uh, now, now the COVID recovery stink me will get down and work out the nitty-gritty of what that actually looks like, what happens to those who d- aren't vaccinated by September 22nd, and yep. um, what, what are the alternatives to, like you said, there's religious beliefs, there's, mm-hmm. this, yeah, there's whatever, there's a lot of beliefs, and, um, you know, you still have to uh, not accommodate, but at least you can't borrow them from the university. You know, it's, it's, they still want an education. There's just, True. there's different requirements for them, and the university will work out that policy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it, was mo- it wasn't just the U of M announcing it was Red River. I believe it was Brandon. It was U of W. You know, so it's not, it's it's all the institutions that are realizing, hey, this is important. And then while the province hasn't mandated vaccines, you know, a lot yeah. of sectors are, and mm-hmm. slowly we'll get there. For sure. Uh, but yeah, it's the only way to get back on campus, which I know a lot of students want to do. And um, But anyways, mm-hmm. we'll move on to some other big news and this federal election being announced. Yes, that's very exciting. Um, we've been anticipating one for a while, and mm-hmm. it finally dropped. And yeah, what are you what are you thinking about the federal election so far? I I think it could go any of three ways. I really think I don't three ways. Yeah, I think uh, all three parties have a chance. I I don't think any party has really? a chance at majority government. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay. No, I don't think okay. anyone's no. 
I can almost guarantee there won't be a majority government, mm. and I can confidently say that it's well. Sorry, I can confidently say that, but I I do believe that. Then yes, I I think it'll be like very much a three way tie kind of thing going. Like yeah, like a party will win by like maybe ten seats. You th- you're thinking and okay the. I'm okay. So for the listener, I'm like perplexed with what uh, Brendan mm. is saying. You think NDP is gonna do that well? Really? I th- um. So the problem is, yeah, the block Quebecois will take a lot of votes from them. Yeah. But I I do think that they'll do decent. Like I don't. Yeah. Th- I think they'll do better than this past election. And I don't. I don't think the lib- uh, liberals will do as well as last election. I mm. I don't think the the NDP. Like, I think it's small chances NDP will win a minority government, but I think, like, I really can't tell who will win. I do think they yeah. have a chance to win a minority government. They, this, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know which way it's going to fall. I feel like it's the biggest block is definitely, well, definitely liberal or conservative. Okay. I don't know mm-hmm. which way it's going to fall. Um, it doesn't seem like Trudeau is having the best of times on his mm-hmm. campaign run so far. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see over mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks. Um, to those actually in Winnipeg on Friday. Is he? Was he? Wasn't he here for a little bit on? F- was it Friday last that's week? That's why I meant. Well? Sorry, that he, he not yeah. he's not coming on Friday. He was oh, here this was past he? Friday. He was at yeah. food fair, actually right beside Matt's house. And yeah, we were in yeah. Toronto. And he's like, "Are you kidding me? I could have walked over and seen him." Oh, too bad. Um, yeah. They seem to just be like popping in and then like leaving yeah. quickly thereafter. But yeah, I don't know. I. I don't think liberals are going to get to that majority, um, mm-hmm. like you're saying. So it'd be interesting to watch. Um, interesting policies that they've put out so far. Um, I don't know if yeah. you've seen the conservative platform, but I haven't. Uh, it, it's it's interesting for sure. The um, only thing I've seen from the conservatives is Aaron yeah. O'Toole saying he's pro-life, and then the liberals saying he's making that up. He does actually believe that. So, did you say he was pro-choice? Sorry, pro-choice, not ah, pro-life. My bad. Yes. My bad. Jeez. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Big, Big difference. You probably difference. get that fact right. Yeah. Huge difference. Um, it's interesting their platform. The little bit that I've seen is long. There's a lot of stuff in there, of course, because it's a huge country. But yeah. it it's interesting. It's very interesting. I'll say that much. I mean, I won't comment as much because I haven't fully read it. But mm-hmm. Emily yeah. and I were talking about the federal election, and we were yeah. kind of we weren't laughing at the Green Party, but we were mm. laughing at the Green Party. It's just more like you can't. What they stand for is great. But you can't only base a whole political party around that. You could be like Green Party. Well, I feel like you can't keep the name, period, because like people associate it too much. But if like you were to change your name and just become yeah. like, hey, yeah, our main focus is Green Party, but like we incorporate some of the NDP. Like if they just became middle right or middle left, middle doesn't right. matter. As long as they're for more in the middle and were very environmentally conscious, I feel like they could actually one day, you know, actually uh, like run this country but yeah are you are you like low-key a green supporter and you'll vote for them if they get a bigger block I, w- I like it's more like i'm low-key a green supporter uh-huh. uh but you need more <laughs> i would never vote for that like I, yeah. I like their ideas but you can you got to be more than just that you have to be a whole ass whole sure. party you know that's that's where it's that's why i'm just like not frustrated with the green party but more like <laughs> What is your purpose here? To just get your leader elected every year and then that's it? Like, I feel like you can make better grounds if you just became a became a party and then brought in the environment side of it. Yeah. I think, I don't know, is there anyone who's farther left than the... There is a communist part, uh, party. Yeah, there is. Okay. Actually, in my riding, <laughs> they even ran. Really? They got 81 votes. We were all looking at me and then we were looking at all this on, that's on hilarious. Thursday. Uh, but you do need somebody on the left that... 
maybe not so much on the right, but you need someone that just pushes the most progressive, the most. This is, is that never going to happen. I don't. Re- I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't see the NDP quite like that. I feel like the NDP is mm. um, a left party, but yeah. they're a bit established. Um, like you're saying, the Greens have three people at a time. Yes, they so do. Yeah. They can just say the most wildly like wild stuff in the commons and then people would just say okay cool and maybe every once in a while some of those policies are taken up but oh, okay i see what you mean yeah. oh you oh so you're saying the green party is the most left um legitimate left because i don't see people voting seriously for the communist party um i see yeah yeah so yeah, yeah it makes sense yeah oh so you're saying like it's good what they're doing they hold a niche that is to yeah only ever get max three people elected but to at least like say what they need to say. Yeah, I mean, okay. be the radicals and and you know take up some of the most their left ideas that aren't worth running on, right? And yeah, yeah, would never get you elected. Yeah, but because to it's be a heard. green party, yeah, exactly, just to be heard, just for the sake of having somebody elected who actually says those things. Yeah, um, do you think the right should have something like that too? <laughs> I stopped myself there. I stopped myself a little bit. Um, it's it's a it's hard with the right because. The, at least the the way the right is being painted is you know neo nazis yeah. or whites mm-hmm. you know but i do think there is room for 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 uh, you know that opinion a, well, not yeah. that opinion but some of those ideas just caps on both sides right right just no pushing, i know what you mean yeah I know pushing what you mean. down like the uh, yeah if you had three on both sides i i feel like i i don't that's know that's funny yeah Anyways. that's um the theory there is very to me sound yeah, in practice, though, yeah, exactly, <laughs> it's probably not exactly, the best. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, oh, is it September twenty second? That's the federal election. Is it the twentieth? Oh, it's the twentieth. Right. The 20th, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So busy. Yeah, it'll be yeah, fun. Yeah. You know, get out the vote campaign. You know, because the such short notice. Um, yeah. Emily and I will just be, well, I guess you too with marketing will be just working on uh, making sure students vote. Um, yeah. making sure that they're informed and making more. Yeah, m- more importantly that they actually get out and vote is Absolutely. that is the biggest thing definitely um so yeah that's exciting stuff and um that'll that'll be happening this fall this september for sure um and just, I, yeah go ahead just to say real quick for our listeners if you're wondering why should i vote why does it matter well it's important for us when we're advocating for the union and for students that uh, the politicians understand and see that mm-hmm. the students are a voting block because as a politician myself, I, I think we're very much, we want to pr- uh, represent everyone, but mm-hmm. we can only ever act on the people that are talking to us and the people that we interact with. So same thing here. If students are coming out and voting, then it's very easy to get stuff like better tuition or maybe more support for the university financially and all those good things. Right. And even if you feel that students can't make a difference in this election, doesn't matter if you make enough noise yeah. then all of a sudden you know they start like politicians start basing their campaigns around students they do they listen to the unions yeah. because you you do hold a voice um mm-hmm. yeah and like as actually what we were just saying about like the far right and far left you know they're there to have their voices heard make your voices heard Absolutely. even th- you literally just stay the best with the green party mm-hmm. even though they're never gonna win they're letting their voices be heard okay sure. that's gonna happen with students too um Moving on, uh, I don't know if you have any AMSU news because then we can get into the fun stuff. I feel like I have yeah. AMSU news. Yeah. 
no specific news per se. Mm-hmm. I would just encourage people to keep an eye out on our communications over the next couple of weeks. We've got some stuff put together for orientation, uh, the food trucks a little yeah. bit there in, in early September, and then the virtual stuff that we're doing the week afterwards. Um, we're doing trivia with execs. We're doing a bingo thing. We're doing um, the kind of ads with the different resources for students on campus, counseling, the ALC, all that good stuff. So keep an eye out on your email, maybe Instagram, whatever you use. We're going to be talking to you through there. And yeah, that's that's me, I think. Yeah, I think me is uh, just advocacy work with um, we had that survey going out, gauging students' opinions on um, well, mandatory vaccines before that announcement was even made and yeah. masks, social distancing, flex model of learning, uh, all those kinds of things. No U-Pass, so how are you going to get to campus if you even will be on campus? Yeah. So we're going to put out similar questions come mid-September, and uh, I guess this is my um, you know, shout-out to students to make sure you fill that out because that is important information. I think we've got 1,800 respondents on this one, which nice. is kind of actually higher than I thought for a yeah. summer survey. But the, the more people that respond, the better, because then we're able to take that information to the university. And, you know, ha- I guess happily, I was glad to see most students weren't like did want a mandatory vaccination policy. Yeah. And, you know, that's information that we can give to the university and they can then base their policies off student opinion. Um, I feel like, yeah, that's the only thing for me, I guess, uh, you know, just gearing up for orientation and having students back and mm-hmm. um in some form, I think it was something like 30% of students are going to be on campus mm-hmm. at least one time a week. Which good. I mean, considering that we weren't on campus all of last year, so that's a good That's very good true. That's very true. Ramp it up a little bit. It doesn't feel that way, though, hey? That we weren't on campus last year? At all. Like, um, yeah. were there winter in-person classes? There were. There were? Okay. Yeah, there was, uh, there was some labs, yeah. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah, I think at they... Least. Yeah, I also feel like... Yeah, it is weird. I don't know. The lockdowns from last year just feel so long ago now. Feels they like, do. yeah. I guess, okay, into some fun stuff. Mm. I apologize to you. I've been, I think I've yawned three times in this podcast, but that's just because I was up Terrible. at 3 a.m. to fly home from Toronto to yeah. get back into Winnipeg and be at work today. Beauty. Um, How was the six, actually? Unless if you're getting into that. <laughs> I am getting into okay. the six, yeah. Please. I ate w- rough start because I showed up to the airport Thursday morning at 8 a.m. to find out my flight was delayed 10 hours. Beautiful. Blessing in disguise because two hours later at 10 p.m. or 10 a.m., the university announced the mandatory vaccinations. And, of course, yeah, all those student emails rolled in <laughs> opposing it. And um, then the news came and knocking, ga- asking for the union's opinion. And yep. it was good that I was able to be on campus and just deal with all that and not have to deal with that in a different city. Yeah. But yeah, uh, flew out, got into Toronto like 11 o'clock at night. Okay. You know, I think we yeah, just went to bed. But yeah, we did oh. Canada's Wonderland all day Friday. And that, oh. I think a lot, that's, I've had, that's the most engagement I've ever had on an Instagram story. 4,000 yeah. people voted on whether or not I was gonna lose my phone on the roller coaster. Thankfully, I didn't. 52 DMs, most of them being, where is this? Some people are like, is this the Red River X? Or (laughs) I'm like, no. That's insane. Yeah, um, people being like, yeah, just where is this? So just, I honestly copied and pasted the (laughs) a message just saying Canada's Wonderland Toronto and just like sent it back to about 40 people. so that was that was probably the best day. Wow. Just just riding roller coasters all day. Yeah. Um yeah, then um Selena from SSA. Yes. Uh, she's in Toronto now, so I oh. hung out with her. So it's like kind of cool to yeah, you know 
that's a great thing about Canada. People, mm -hmm. you just like know people. So it was cool to hang out with her, like even, you know, being classmates two years ago. Yeah. At, yeah. And council mates on SSA, hanging out with her. Then, um, what was Saturday? Then mm -hmm. we went to the Hockey Hall of Fame. That was oh, ki kind okay. of cool, kind of weird, because it's like old people that I have no idea who they are. <laughs> but it was very interactive and fun. Okay. Um, nice. Then went to the Bomber game. Yep, yeah. That was the big reason for going, uh, yep. to see the Bombers play. We brought signs. Um, my <laughs> sign said, cool. more like Argo Knots, with Knots being N-O-T-S. Okay. And right. that brought, uh, at, least, at least the Leafs make the playoffs. We could. We didn't hold up the signs once because we never. We played so bad. We never led once in the game. Oh, we no. honestly got got bullied there. Like they, people were <laughs> bullying us, uh, just like chirping us. Um, oh, no. no, I can take it. I'm a big boy. I would have. I would, I just wish we led for one point of the game because I would have given it to those fans so much. I was ready to be like a yeah. little, little ass disturber. <laughs> I don't want to swear. <laughs> it's gonna be that much sweeter though when the if they come. I was gonna say when, but if they come down to IG Field and um the bombers win, then it's yeah. just gonna be well, so Well we did sweet. win. We played the Argonauts the week before. Oh it was also a they were pissed. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we kicked the butts bad. at IG and we yeah. were there and so that's kind of why I gave, I said back to them like, Hey, we scored more points than you did last <laughs> week and at least we're still great cup champs. Like, oh I'm going back to Winnipeg to see the great cup school. <laughs> yeah, so but a lot of chirping, but overall they're nice. One guy, so yeah. we were leaving with our signs. Mm -hmm. Me and Matt just wanted a picture before we left in front of the field. Yep. And one guy's like, "Yeah, time to throw away those signs. We kicked your butts." I'm like, and like just like very sad. I'm saying, "I just want a picture with them before I throw them." I was like, oh, "Okay, I got you, man. I'll take a picture of you." Like in the end, everyone was nice. It was just playful ribbing, but That's it was fine. just so frustrating for the bombers to play that bad. I I love I love sports rivalries because yeah. um, what is it? Is it Saskatchewan? That's the mm -hmm. biggest rivalry. Mm -hmm. It's it's a sports rivalry, but it's also a sports rivalry in Canada. Yeah, because uh, I used to work at the stadium. Well, yeah, um, like I mean, God, English football, just those. What, what's it called? Mess. What's it called? Those people that like actively fight at football game. Those football games. Um, I don't know specifically the term, but it's usually like smaller clubs, so like yeah. West Ham or even Newcastle. A little Millwall. Bit. Millwall. Yeah, that's that's pretty. In there, um, there's like an actual movie about us. There is. Well, there I is. watched it. I think it was Aston. Vi no, was not it Aston. Aston. wasn't it West Ham? Though? West Ham. Was it, it was West Ham. I don't remember. I don't know the actual term, but I know what you mean. Um, yeah, they. Yeah, they, because isn't it West Ham's rivals with Millwall? Yeah, it is. That's what the big rivalry yeah. is. Is Millwall? It's called. Oh, it, um, what are they called? Like usually hooligans. Hooligans. Yeah, but yeah, it's English football is just. It's it's crazy. The movie's called Green Street. Green Street. Yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember it being called that. Well, I'm sure there's multiple movies. True. Though, in all fairness, Green Street Hooligans. Green Street Hooligans. Oh, I guess they all just called Hooligans. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. like specifically, just fight, just just because they, they yeah. love violence and yeah. like they use the sports as a medium to absolutely. Um, but anyways, uh, then that night. Mm -hmm. So we just did a ton of walking. That was a 30,000-step yeah. day because really? we walked everywhere. The only time we took uh, cars was from to and from the airport. Okay. Um, we also got Chick-fil-A that day. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever had Chick-fil-A, but it's the I best chicken sandwich you'll ever have. It's honest to God. Like, yeah. Like, that was the first time Matt's had it, and he said, like, wow, you hyped it up so much. I was worried that I was going to be disappointed. No, it lived up to the hype. <laughs> That's good. Um, I've not had Chick-fil-A. 
walked around all that like we went to the toronto sign at like midnight so like oh. you know how winnipeg has that lit, yep. lit up sign by the fork so the toronto yep. has their version went to that does every city have one actually i want to f- say yes yeah. because okay. like it looked right. identical um so yeah just a bunch of here's the thing it was vacation but i didn't get any sleep i'm kind of mad yeah. <laughs> I was, i'm like mad i want to be in bed by like 11 and then we have to like 2 a.m oh, walking no. around oh, no. and then finally the last day was cn tower and blue jays game and the blue jays blew it they were winning 2-1 and then bottom of the ninth oh. one out away and they blew it and then they lost in extra innings so terrible the whole time sweaty i was super sweaty because it was so hot there it's yeah. so humid there Ooh. even at like even at 11 o'clock at night it's just so hot and humid yeah, yeah. is it because it's by the like is it by the yeah the it's coast? right on the water yeah it's, okay. oh that's it's is a it, lake it's is it a lake, lake ontario okay. and it's like well it's one of the great lakes like it's huge right. like you might as well have been an ocean oh, okay um Ugh. Yeah, and then uh, just we went to bed early that Sunday night. We wanted to go to the aquarium, but it sold out. And oh, no. so that was good because we got to go to bed early because we had to be up at yeah. 3 a.m. And then you had to, yeah, 3 a.m., made it back here, what, like yeah. 6, 7? We landed at 8, and then I oh. got my bag at 8.30, and I was in the office by 9, 10. Uh, <laughs> ouch. I want to talk about, and I'm gonna, I can't believe I'm saying this, but right. on this trip I hit an all-time low uh, as a person. <sighs> oh, my God. First of all, I thought I hit like just an all-time low on last Sunday, right. I went to the beach with Megan, uh-huh. and I was just, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. I was acting like such a little kid. I don't know. Bring me to the beach. Yeah, it's the beach, though. Okay. Um, oh, I was just acting like such a little kid. I put sand down a bathing suit. Like, how oh, old am I? Word. Come on. <laughs> so, like, this is an all-time low <laughs> Okay. As, of me acting like a kid, even though I'm 24. I'm right. going to be an adult. I'm stalking it. I'm gonna stop being a kid, like doing <laughs> stupid stuff like that. Meanwhile, then I go on roller coasters, Canada's Wonderland, like we. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh my god! So this, I either oh, this is almost an oh all-time. No. Long. I went oh to the no. air. We were in the airport. Oh no! I had a Seven oh no. Eleven hot dog oh in no. an airport. Oh no! Like it's already bad to have a hot dog in the airport. Oh no! It's already bad to have a hot dog from Seven Eleven, and oh then no. just combining it at midnight. I was oh no. just like, what's wrong with me? It gets worse though. After the Blue Jays game. We're just no. such cheap bastards. <laughs> we go to the Lickbo, so the LCBO, so our version of the LC, okay. or the Ontario version of the LC, yep. and we buy king cans and we drink them in a the mall bathroom to get drunk before we go to the aquarium. Okay, all right. Yeah, and then it was sold out, so we were just drunk for nothing oh, downtown. No. We're, like, we're like, how old are we? We're like going to an LC and looking, we wanted to like, oh my God. Actually, earlier on the trip, we were drinking behind the dumpster because we're like, because there's no public drinking, right? But right. We're so far, we walk so far from our hotel, so we're like, we yeah. gotta drink these here, behind the dumpster, and then, uh, yeah, yesterday in a in a mall bathroom, hell of a boys trip. Yeah, Matt said, don't tell anyone about that, and just, just like talks about it on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, like, I oh, have to own. I feel like I have to own up to it. He was even saying, like, man, I like. He was kind of. It's like I can't tell anyone anyone this. Like this yeah. isn't a fun story. This is like how this is God. so trashy. We're twenty four and we're doing this. Like maybe if we're nineteen, <laughs> yeah, sure. Fair. Get drunk before the Fair. aquarium. Like do do it by any means possible. But no, we were just shotgunning in the mall bathroom. That's king cans. Hilarious. Oh <sighs> and I just have to own up to it and apologize and move forward from here. You know, uh, honestly, at least you admitted it. Admitting it is one of the steps. I, I think I truly do want to just be an adult from here on out and like not do anything like that ever again. What is being an adult? I feel like it's a trend. not doing stuff like that. That's what's <laughs> fair, 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 fair. 
realizing Fair. what's stupid and what's like what's okay and what's okay. not. Putting Fair. sand down your girlfriend's pants, that's not okay. That's not an adult. Oh my god. So I'll work sand on it. Sand gets everywhere. Like, yeah, so uh. what so then why like exactly. So I started rubbing it on the arms oh and even that's like not even like okay, but like whatever, like it's that comes off. That's though. what I was saying. Like I'm giving you like a nice massage. But then, like, why why do I have to take it there? Why do I have to put it down in a bathing suit? Because then it's just like, yeah, it doesn't come off for, like, days. It's just like, oh, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like folds and stuff uh, in there. I'll, I'll okay. work on myself. Oh, I know. It's, um, something I want to ask you, though, mm. is, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I think that's Ginsburg? Like, Ginsburg, yeah. Ginsburg, yeah. Mm. Would you say she's a celebrity or an icon? <laughs> Um, I would say she's an icon. Okay, yeah, um, me too. Yeah, I don't see her. Yeah, not I'm, not so much celebrity. Well, yeah, as you know, Emily and I have been arguing it. We asked Ricardo, mm-hmm. our new research and advocacy. What did he say? Icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More an icon than celebrity. Yeah, he's like, I wouldn't consider a celebrity. I'm like, ha, gotcha, Emily. <laughs> um, all right. Last thing before, mm-hmm. yeah, we have Savannah coming on. First well, of all, well, I want to get. I want to know what's up with you. What What is up with me? Um, what you been up to? I just do the same boring things, man. I had a barbecue yesterday, yeah. which was fantastic. I undercooked my ribs, though. So, was, yeah, it was like... You still eat them? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Just, I was hungry at that mm-hmm. point. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Um, I don't know. I don't do anything. This is what... I think this is what adulting is. It's just doing not nothing. having... Yeah. yeah. Just the most exciting thing I do is probably go out, pick up beer. Like, I'll go out and, and I'm like, I have beer now and yeah. I'm happy. And then I barbecue. That yeah. that brings such joy. Um, I'm mad that you're more mature than me. I gotta work on myself. Oh my god! I don't even. It's just l- COVID has made it so that there isn't a whole lot to do. Mm. Um, but things are kind of picking up social life wise. Uh, I hang out with Tino. I think it was Thursday. That's good. So that was really good. And uh, did you know that there's under? Oh, obviously, d- underground clubs in Winnipeg. Are you familiar with that space? No, I'm not actually. Like pop-up clubs? Uh, no, like, well, I think they are pop-up to some oh, extent. But oh, you're saying they're un- below n- ground level? Okay, well, yes, in in the basement then, yeah. of some buildings, but also underground as in not, like, you know, listed or... No, I'm not cool know. enough. I'm not here. <laughs> Apparently, you have to know someone. You can't just show up. Yeah. So that was... That was an experience. It sounds like a frat party. Um, Who do you know? <laughs> exactly. And you, so we go there and it's like, we, so we're waiting outside, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the place. And I'm like, okay, what are we What are we doing here? And it's like, oh, we have to wait for the guy. I'm like, which guy? Oh, the guy who knows the yeah. people. And then the guy showed up and let's just say it's an interesting experience. Um, so that's, that's probably the most exciting thing that I did this weekend. Uh, besides that, just the usual, hmm. um, you know, work, cleaning, yeah. um, eating two things i wanted to comment on i forgot Mm -hmm. about ontario one it was kind of crazy going from a place with less restrictions to a place with more i know all everyone in winnipeg's been going to bc because there's less restrictions right but yeah they're like i in canada's wonderland i got yelled at for not wearing a mask even though i was outside like just interesting uh, is it masks outdoors in toronto yeah it like at the blue jays game and at the bomber game we had to wear masks interesting like the entire time Mm-hmm. Um, even though we are all soci- like socially distanced in both, uh, Canada's Wonderland, like, yeah, like same thing, like for the most part, it's socially distanced and multiple times got yelled at to put on a mask. Like I get wearing a mask on the ride because yeah, you're right beside people, but you right. know, so, so that was kind of crazy. And yeah, just, ev- yeah. So there was that. And then also, I mean, I lived there, so I already knew this, but they have bagged milk there. 
But we, I think we've talked about this because yeah, don't man. they have bagged milk in Africa? They do. Yeah, they do have bagged milk. In so, Africa. so funny. I did buy bagged milk. From, yeah. Like I bought four liters just for the three days that I was there, uh, <laughs> just because it was cheaper. I only needed two, but like it was, it was actually cheaper to buy four. Anyways, but because yeah, they, we didn't have a milk holder. I had right. to be, put the put the milk as soon as I opened the bag. I had to put it into water bottles to like this <laughs> to hold it because like you can't just like leave yeah. the bag in the fridge. Exactly. It, ne- it needed a holder. I wasn't gonna spend five bucks on a holder that I was never gonna use again because I only know. needed it for the trip. Yeah. That's so funny. I, I thought it wasn't a thing, but then I think it's more a thing out east. Um, so I think it's only Ontario straight it's up. Really? Yeah, okay. I don't know what's. It just doesn't even make sense. Like, what? What's the purpose of it? Good point. Um, I do know that it's a little bit more sustainable is because okay. the jugs are so big and the plastic is just small. That's but that's true. That yeah. is very true. Besides um, that, I don't know. I yeah. have no idea. Feels like you're using more plastic because like there's like four liters instead of one jug. It's three bags in a bigger bag yeah i can't really picture it what i know is like hmm. 500 milliliter bags oh, okay uh, and it's kind of like a square and there's like a pouch and yeah yeah, yeah. okay so it's basically like that it's 1.33 liter bags so basically okay. the square you have just yeah. longer interesting okay. and then it but it comes in a a bag like almost like a bread bag like right. think but think imagine big okay. or imagine bigger to hold yeah. the three bag. little smaller bags yeah so That's a lot of plastic I don't okay. know. Interesting. Anyways, um, here's an Bags interesting thought. First mm. of all, I'm gonna give the heads up to the listener. Uh, to skip ahead 30 seconds. Uh, maybe actually a minute because it's kind of crude. But everyone, I would say almost everyone over the age of 18 has jerked a dick. Oh jeez. <laughs> Listen, this came from Emily. This didn't come from me. Blame her. Oh jeez. Um. Oh jeez. Right. Uh, I'm okay. Interesting thought because that, all, yeah, all guys and that yeah, most true. almost all girls then too. Yeah, well, you know, there's always um um <laughs> to put it to put it delicately homosexual women. Uh, yeah, so. there's that. Yeah, well, but even then, <laughs> even then, a lot of them probably still even have just because that's probably how they found out there. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Don't don't. This is terrible. I'm gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I t- imagine being that one guy though. And oh, like, I know. You know, he's like, "Oh my god, finally got it on with Jenny, and it was a fire." And then Jenny comes in. She's like, "Yeah, turns out I am a lesbian." Would you say it's worse for a guy or a girl in that situation? Like, would it be worse if like you were a girlfriend and then you like dated a guy for a year and came out, and then like you broke up and he came out as gay? Is that poor on you, or is it worse for a guy who dated a girl for a year and then the girl comes out as a lesbian? Interesting question. I hmm hmm. Is it worse? Who has it worse? Who's gonna get made fun of more? Or who who's gonna get? I guess there's two different thoughts. Who's gonna yeah. get made fun of more? And then who would actually like? Would the girl or the boy feel worse? Because I think hmm. Like if if like the girl I was with came mm. out as a lesbian, I wouldn't be hurt. But I think I'd be made fun of more. You'd be than, made a lot of fun unless of. Unless yeah. I was a girl, I think I would take that like very hard as if my boyfriend then came out as gay. But I don't think anyone would make fun of me for it. Yeah. Hmm. I I definitely think you'd get made more fun of uh, if your girlfriend turned out to be not into yeah. dudes. Um, Who would feel it worse? Who'd. F- I think the girl would feel it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the girl would feel it worse. Probably, yeah. yeah. Because they almost like take that as like, oh my god, like I'm ugly, mm-hmm. I turn them gay. We should ask a girl though. 
Just, just so that we're not sitting here as men. We um, guess around that, actually. We, yeah. we should. We should. Okay. Well, we, we'll have her on in like almost five minutes here. I got. Uh, I just got a red flag game for you, and then we'll get her in here. Oh, okay. Um, you've been dating for six months. Yeah. You know, like actually together for six months, and things are great. Yeah. No, no complaints. Uh, honestly, yeah. You could even go as far as to say that the best person that you've ever been with. Okay. Okay. They get a tattoo of you. On their calf, just like a portrait. Deal breaker right there. Deal breaker right there. One hundred percent deal breaker. One hundred percent deal breaker. One hundred and ten percent. One hundred and ten percent. Even if we've been married for twenty-five years, okay, maybe, maybe after twenty-five years, fine. Maybe after twenty-five years, yeah. you can get a tattoo. Dude, that's so funny. I think that's the exact year. I'm like twenty years. No, you're right. Yeah. Twenty-five is probably no, the exact like number. Twenty-five years. We've been married for twenty-five years, and. Then, oh then you can get like initials of my name on your body. Like, I'd be okay with a portrait. I'd be like, that's portrait. super weird. But I'm not ending a relationship. Like, oh, I'm not ending the marriage. I would yeah. end the relationship. Yeah. Okay, fine. What yeah. if it was just like, yeah? What if it was a heart with a T in it out on their on their like ankle? Steel breaker. That's what a if deal you breaker. Were, what if you were married? For married, married for a year. Married for. Still a bit of a deal breaker for me. Really? Yeah. You would end a marriage. I would. It's just a heart it's with your initials. It's a deal breaker. Ooh, it's a Especially, deal breaker. I think if you're married, you can almost get anything tattooed like that represents the person. As long as I think, por- I think a portrait of your face might be a little that's weird. That's but true. That's always not okay for for me as a person. But nah, like a little oh, wow. t- nah. Why? That's just it's a lot of commitment, right? Um, but they are co- they married you. That's a lot of commitment. I feel it's like a deal breaker if they marry me because that's a lot of commitment. <laughs> no, I I couldn't. I like after after twenty five years, then you can get a cute little tea thing on your leg and whatnot. But anytime sooner, what if? True, you know. I guess well, as soon as you get married, like they're still not. I would oh, say yeah. 10 years, though. 10 years, like, that's like you're in it for the long haul, I feel like. That's fair. I mean, 10 years, things are usually good. Um, t- honestly, 10 years is okay. 10 years, a little tea on, on your leg or whatnot or, or whatever, really, you know, your body or whatever. But and all, you can always get it and see what I'm going to do afterwards, mm-hmm. but couldn't be me. Deal breaker. Do you know what I just realized? I know mm-hmm. this is hella scary. Yeah. So, like, I've, I don't know if other people feel this, but... No matter what, I feel like even at some points people feel this. They they're scared that they're gonna get broken up with. Um, you know, yeah. maybe it's a thought that only comes to your head like once every six months, or maybe once a month, whatever. Yeah. You know, you're never sure. Like, oh, like things can be good in a relationship, but you're still like a little wary. Like, oh man, things could end. Yeah. I just realized right now, sitting here, that could yeah. also be a thought even in marriage. Like, I would have thought, yeah. oh, you get married and you never have those thoughts of like, oh, things are gonna end. But no, you might still be on edge like in the marriage because oh, yeah. yeah, like. It gets worse, actually. I would argue. Yeah, after maybe. You're married. Well, yeah, you're committed. Right. Oh my god. And maybe, so, maybe like the thoughts happen less, but when they do happen, they're worse because the ramifications are much higher. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm just sad here. Why did I think sad. about that? <laughs> oh my god. That's scary to think. It is. So you're it never is. comfortable in a relationship ever. Well, you can be. Um, I think you just gotta kind of think about how much of that is being motivated by your own insecurities and True. how much of it is legitimate. True. Because, I don't know, just have a frank conversation with your partner. Like, are, are things going good for you? What do you think could be better? And, I don't know, just be, ad- <laughs> just be adults about it. Yeah, I know, but even, like, in marriage, having that conversation, like, mm. if someone brought that up to me, like, hey, like, what's going good? What's going bad? I'd be like, what, you're having doubts? Oh, my God. Because I feel like, yeah. wow, eh, whatever. <laughs> it's scary. It is scary. It is scary. 
All right, so deal breaker for you for deal anything break. tattoo couldn't, related. It sounds couldn't even like a like no. I think I I'm gonna stand with like if it's something small, they can get it as soon as we get married. But anything mm. before that, it's a little. Wow, you're you're really committing to this when um, yeah. yeah no like it's uh, yeah. yeah fair Could. enough. That's just we. All right, then. We'll have uh, Savannah on the podcast as a guest. I actually had a red flag for you. Yeah, I love it. Um, Let's go. All right. So you've been together, let's let's call it six months, and things are going decently okay. Mm -hmm. They're caring enough for you, but they're just angry all the time. They're just an angry person. No, just at everything. At everything. They're just an angry person, full stop, all the time. Wow. Wow, that's a good one. They're just... Yeah, just if angry. I would say if it's anger that's like never directed towards people and mm. it's always just like, oh my God, like this cup's too small or oh my God, like mm. I spilled and they're always angry like that. Actually, I think even that's a deal breaker. Mm. Oh, wow. I just like, that would be just such a harsh vibe. Well, Damn. It would be a harsh vibe. It would be kind of funny at first. Okay, Maybe I'd, at I'd first. probably stay for another month and have to be like, yo, I can't do this anymore. It'd be cute at first, I think. I think, yeah, it'd be it's funny. Like, yeah. Just I'm swearing at the most yeah. like <laughs> random things like, oh my God, my gum <laughs> ran out of flavor. Like, yeah. You know? But yeah, oh, I'm guessing deal breaker for you too. Red flag. Wow. I don't know how you could say deal breaker for the tattoo, but red flag for this. This is like, this is... Not even subjective. This is objectively a bad quality to have. Someone's angry all the time. No, like, why are they angry? I I'd stick around to find out why they're angry. At least I'd be so curious. I'm like, why are you angry? What What is it? What's What's wrong? And then can you know, they be fixed? I don't, that's what I'm trying to find out. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Can this yeah, person? That's be kind of interesting. Yeah, I'd still leave even if, if it couldn't be leave. fixed. I'm gone. Like even if I found the root of the problem, it's just like, hey. That's not okay. You know, grow as a person. You can't be angry all the time. What? So, like, in bed, they're just angry? Yep. They're just angry. Yeah. Oh, I'm gone. No, angry. They're angry at the position. They're angry. They're angry it's over. They're angry that it started. Bro, how? That would affect you so bad (laughs) mentally. I don't know how you could say Tina, you'd be crying every day. Like, why is she like this? Probably. But yeah, like you're not already cry. crying every day. <laughs> cry myself to sleep. <gasps> uh, okay. Anyways, we'll get Savannah on here. Cool. cool. Uh, tell her, update us on her life because yeah, it's been a year since she's been on. It has yeah. been a year. We'll Hold see on. you guys in a second. Damn, that shit was dope. Okay, and we're back. Hi, Savannah. Hi. Uh, we have a question right off the bat for you. Would you be offended if your boyfriend of one year turned out, like, came out and broke up with you? Like, broke up with you because he came out. Oh, that's a tough question. I would be hurt, I think, just because, I mean, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. Um, but at the same time, you know, you can't really be offended because it's someone, you know, coming out as who they are. So you can't really be upset. Um, I would try to be happy for them and to support them. Um, and I, of course, would understand. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, that that definitely would sting. Would you feel any personal offense like, oh, my God, I turned them gay? No, 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 no. I don't I don't think that that would be part of it. I think that people are, um, you know, who they are. I don't think that they I think that they become comfortable with who they are at a certain point in their life or certain things help them to realize it. Um, Not that like dating me would help them to realize that they were gay. (laughs) But, you know, um, people come to terms with different things at different points in their life. So would you think that do you think your friends would make fun of you? Because 
both Tino and I. One hundred percent, my yeah. friends would make fun of me. Um, yeah, I have a lot of really close friends that are gay, <laughs> um, like a lot. Did um, you turn them gay? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were all gay when I met them. Um, and uh, yeah, I, they would just endlessly bug me about it. Like I get teased as it is by all of my gay friends, and it would just it would be yeah never ending. But you know. Okay, last question on the subject, uh, and it's more just an opinion. Do you think a boy like dating someone, a girl for a year, and the girl coming out as lesbian would hurt that person? Like, what what do you think that which scenario you think's worse, like the the guy coming out or a girl coming out mm-hmm. after in the one year relationship? Um, that's a tough question. I yeah, there's no right answer. Like, you know, I know. Every, I honestly yeah. feel like they're they're very much the same. Okay. Um. Like, because I feel like it's the same situation either way. It's just like, mm. you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's a hard one. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, now we'll move into the actual question. So obviously you were on the podcast last year, so people know your backstory, but starting from last year, but what's been going on this past year? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been a busy past year. Um, unfortunately, not a lot on campus um, or if anything on campus, but that's to be expected. Um, so yeah, last year I was really busy with campaigns. Um, we had quite a few going on. Um, we did Get Involved, which is actually coming up. Well, it started today, so a little shameless plug there. Um, Mental Health Month, we did Indigenous Month, um, Healthy Sexuality. We, uh, it was originally planned to be a month long, but we ended up uh, condensing it into a couple weeks. Um, Black History Month, of course, Participatory Budgeting, Sustainability, and UMSU does that. Those last few weren't me, um, but they were headed by um, other executives, primarily Tino and um, Brendan, last year. But um, yeah, and then um, I, you know, of course, was busy with hardship requests. We managed to digitalize that form. Um, that was the service center who did that, so that was really exciting and um, awesome. And uh, that'll be really easy for students to access now. And um, yeah, and then, you know, just we brought Consent Culture to Bison Sports, which was really, really exciting. Um, huge shout out to Justice for Women for that. Very exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, just worked with committees, um, member services, um, Boston ACE, which is now called CSEA, which is Student Executive Assembly. Um, and I'm giving a lot of shout outs here, but a shout out to our new services coordinator, Tom, for that one, because he came up with that in like a day and I brainstormed all year and couldn't come up with anything. So yeah, that was awesome for him. Um, and then um, some university committees like uh, the co-curricular record credit review committee, um, sexual violence steering committee. Um, yeah. And then something that I guess kind of fits into both categories with me, um, like this year and, uh, last year would be the survivor poetry project that I've been working on. Um, so I guess for those of you who don't know, I've been working on getting, um, a book published, um, which is just sharing survivor voices in the form of poetry and, um, creative writing. And, um, uh, just to get the word out there and help to help students who might be new to the survivor community or um, feeling lonely out there know that they're not alone and that other people have been through similar things. Um, and uh, then the back of the book is going to be completely um, just a huge bank of resources for students who need it and uh, from all over Canada, actually. So we've been really fortunate to partner with um, a couple large organizations. Um, so Reese Community, which stands for Respect, Empower, Educate Survivors. Um, and they're based in Manitoba, but they're um, branching out throughout the country. So that's awesome. And then SFCC, student for, Students for Consent.
Design Culture Canada, um, and they're a large uh, organization as well. And then, um, of course, some on-campus groups like UMISA, which is the International Students Organization, uh, UMISA, which is the Indigenous Student Association, um, and also the the two community representatives we have right now, which and they're doing awesome jobs. So we have the women's rep and the international rep. Um, yeah, and then the most exciting thing about this book is that it's going to, um, all of the proceeds are going to go directly back to organizations who are nonprofit and support survivors and uh, create resources for sexual violence uh, awesome. communities. So that's awesome. Oh, it is. That sounds Very like cool. really important stuff. Yeah, and I guess kind of what are you hoping to do this year? Yeah, well, I guess continuing on from the poetry project. Um, so the original plan was to have that published for the end of the summer and then kind of launch it in the fall, um, just because, you know, you have that eight-week window at the beginning of every semester where, um, you know, it's a more vulnerable topic on campus um, and people are more at risk. So to kind of raise awareness during that time. Um, the publishing, I've never published a book before, <laughs> and it's taking a lot longer than I expected, <laughs> um, but I kind of should have known that. So we're going to push it to January and maybe do a soft launch in December um, with kind of just the partners that we've been working with. Um, and yeah, and hopefully do a big launch in January. But um, I'm working with Friesen Press um, on that, and they're based in Victoria, BC. Um, but yeah, that's super exciting. Um, and we have actually quite a few campaigns this year as well. We've already burned through quite a few of them, actually. Um, but I think we had 15 um, last I checked, which is a lot and it's very ambitious. But I think that um, this is a year where we need to engage as much as possible with the campus community, um, especially as people are returning to campus and in-person activities. So um, we're going to do a lot of the same ones as last year. So the ones I named um, earlier. Um, we added a campaign on campus safety, which actually happened um, earlier this summer, um, a vaccination campaign, of course, um, that was kind of a spur of the moment because it was something we felt that was needed. Um, financial aid and awareness, which is coming up at the end of September. Um, we're doing two Get Involved campaigns this year. So um, one at the beginning or end of August, beginning of September, which is happening now, and then one that will launch um, similarly in the beginning of the winter semester. And we're going to do a Women's Week and, uh, of course, uh, a launch for the Survivor Poetry Project when that happens. Um, that'll be kind of like an event slash campaign, but still very exciting. Um, as I mentioned, Hardship is definitely continuing. We expanded that um, budget last year, so looking to keep that um, going and uh, digitalized. And um, just the whole like uh, online version of the forum has just made things so much easier and it makes it a lot quicker for me to be able to respond to students um, and often students who apply to that funder in financial needs. So it's, it's good to get back to them as soon as possible. So that's going great. Um, we're going to try and see if we can get consent culture workshops um, out to large clubs. Um, it's, of course, something that we want to have for all students on campus, but, um, you know, primarily student leaders, of course. And we're seeing that, you know, large clubs on campus um, could definitely use that resource as well. So, um, I mean, everyone could, but we're starting kind of and working our way through uh, students in kind of order of priority. So that's something exciting that we're looking into. Um, I've been checking in with um, the Department of Risk Management at the university and uh, just, you know, residence life about increasing campus security um, and security services as well and making sure that, um, you know, I put some some question polls out on my Instagram at the end of uh, my previous term, just asking students where they felt um, university safety was lacking. Um, and a lot of the answers that we got were things like increased security in the tunnels, mm -hmm. um, especially because there weren't many people on campus. Um, 
increased security in the evenings um, and just more awareness around um, the red phones and um, the code blue buttons outside. A lot of students didn't know that those existed. So um, we did the campus safety campaign, of course, to kind of advertise that. And uh, um, I think it had pretty good uptake. So hopefully students are more aware of that now. Um, yeah, I've actually, I'm, I'm working with the Reese, as I mentioned earlier, um, Respect, Educate, and Power Survivors. They're a sexual violence group um, based in Manitoba, and they run um, an online, anonymous, uh, secure reporting system for um, issues of sexual violence. Um, and the U of M has provisionally signed on with that. They are also partnered with um, 11, I believe, other post-secondary institutions in the province of Manitoba, so that's amazing. And um, so I was actually chosen to be a member of their youth advisory board, which I am very excited about. And uh, I'll get to, to sit on that board. We've already had a couple of meetings and hopefully make a difference through that channel this year. So that's exciting. Um, and then I guess lastly, just um, we are working on increasing um, just and, and making the international orientation more accessible. Mm -hmm. um, I've been speaking with the international students representative with this and uh, it's come to our attention that a lot of international students come here and they're not aware of their rights mm -hmm. as a student and you know they don't know um, really how what you know the laws are in Canada and and what their rights are as students and as people living in Manitoba so it's really important to get that information out there um, so I've been working with the international students rep and uh, she is working on a presentation to give at the international student orientation so that'll be really good but yeah awesome. that's pretty much a condensed version of what I'll be working on this year very cool I'm sure students are happy to hear about that um, more on the fun side did you bring a fun story for us I did and the funny thing with this is that I was racking my brain um, so Brendan let me know last last week Brendan you texted me and you were like oh we're gonna do this next week so um, yeah if you want to like prepare we're gonna ask you for a fun story and um, you know I'm pretty good friends with both of you mm -hmm. um, by now and so it, there's not a lot of fun or like funny stories that I have that you guys haven't heard um, but I did manage to think of one so um, I guess some background context on this. Um, I have so I, I live with two other people, and recently um, those two people moved out, and I had two new roommates come in. So um, I actually didn't realize how little furniture I owned until um, my old roommates moved out and took everything with them. Our place was literally empty. And I was like, wow, this is really depressing. I need to get some furniture. So I was on um, Facebook Marketplace and uh, just looking at, you know, couches and, and chairs and stuff because couches are really expensive things. And that's something I like, I yeah. mean, I kind of knew, but I didn't really realize how expensive couches and furniture are. Yep. So I found a couch and a chair um, on Facebook Marketplace and uh, bought them, whatever, had them, uh, brought them into the house and then just because of COVID and I mean sanitary reasons in general, I wanted to be able to clean them. Of course. Um, and so for some reason, and I will explain why I know this, but Safeway rents out like rug doctors. Um, I, don't know I don't know if you guys That's knew very that. Useful. Fun fact. And Great it's information. like it's about 60 bucks for like the cleaner, the supply, like the like um, upholstery tool, like everything. So I go to Safeway and as I'm walking out, I, you know, like this memory popped into my head and I decided to take a picture of it and send it to my dad because um, he is very familiar with these rug doctor tools. Um, so basically, I guess the story goes. Um, so I was in, I think, like grade five or six. So I would have been like 11 or 12. My brother would my brother is like four and a half years younger than me. So he would have been like 
I don't know, like grade one or two, like about eight, seven, eight years old. Um, so we were both in elementary school or like middle school age. And uh, so I guess teachers um, have like PD days where, you know, they're in school and the students aren't. Um, so my mom is a teacher. Uh, so she was working, you know, regular day. And my dad works um, for Manitoba Hydro. So like regular nine to five job. So they're both at work. They determined I was old enough to be able to take care of my brother and like watch the house, whatever. Um, and I guess another important piece of information to this is that my family has a cat. Um, well, we have two now, but we had one at the time. Um, his name is Thumper. He's a really big Maine Coon. Um, and when I say big, I mean, he's just large. Like he's not fat. He's just a big cat, like 20 pounds. The guy, <laughs> like if you lay him out, like, like toe to tail, he's probably like four feet long. Like he's a, he's a big guy. Um, so anyway, and Thumper has some digestive issues. Um, and so he's, yeah, he gets, you know, he has some digestive issues. We'll just leave it at that. I don't want to get this too graphic, but, <laughs> um, yeah. So basically me and my brother are sitting at home, um, alone during the day and, uh, we're sitting on the couch in the living room watching TV or something. And my brother goes like, do you smell that? And I was like, oh, Sky, was that you? And he's like, no, it was you. And we like kind of bantered back and forth for a little bit, but the smell wasn't going away. So we were kind of like, oh, like what, okay, what is that smell? And so out of the corner of my eye, I'm sitting on the couch and I see my cat and he's like butt scooching down the Aww. hallway. Very nice. But that's not like the worst part. Like there were, <laughs> streaks uh. of feces all over the carpet our house is carpet right. all over the carpet through the living room floor like up and down the staircase like it was just everywhere Beautiful. and so we're like and i look and me and my brother were like just did not know what to do and the cat's like still creating this problem <laughs> like he's still just going at it and he must have been doing it for a while like he had covered some serious surface area um oh, and so gosh. i called my dad because i was like Oh my God, my mom couldn't come home because she was in conferences. So I called my dad and I was like, um, and he, his initial response was like, oh, are you and your brother fighting? And I was like, no, um, there's a problem. And he was like, what's going on? And I was like, um, like, I think the cat might be sick. Can you come home? And he was kind of like, I mean, like, can you deal with it? Can this wait? And I was like, no, it's like pretty <laughs> urgent. He's like, well, what's wrong? And I was like, I really think you should just come home and see. And oh, so he's no. like, oh, okay. So he's like, I'll be there soon. So he leaves work. He comes home and he walks through the front door of our house. And me and my brother are like standing there. The cat's like still going down the hallway. And he walks in the door and he like looks at it and he like looks around the house and just kind of takes it all in. And he just turns around and he like walks right back out the door. And he, <laughs> and he didn't come like, like whatever, like half an hour later. He comes back with a rug doctor from Safeway yes. and he like just he made he locked me and my brother in the bathroom with the cat. He was like, bathe the cat. You deal with the cat. He was like, don't come out until you like until I tell you you can. And so like probably a good like two, three hours. He went just up and down the carpets of our house, just cleaned the whole thing top to bottom. Oh um, yeah. And now he and it was it became like, yeah. And now so now he refers to rug doctors as like depupinators. Nah. Um, and so I took a picture of it after I'd walked out of Safeway when I rented it <laughs> and I sent it to my dad and I just said, um, you know, I, I was like, oh, look, it's our it's our good friend, the depupinator. <laughs> and my mom responded and she just said, oh, yes, your dad has, you know, a very personal relationship with one of those. 
um, machines. And I have to read you the text my dad responded with because it was so funny. And he's got like an iPhone that he never uses and he's got these big thumbs. So the, the work it probably took to type out this this text was uh it was funny and it kind of added to the humor um hold on i'll get it here okay so he goes i'm just gonna read it so i don't make sure it's censored okay he Uh said he said yep i said look it's a depoopinator and he goes yep that's what it is you know you're in deep if you need to isolate your poop covered cat in a bathroom with your daughter while you dash to Safeway to rent a tool that may give even the slightest chance of saving your house from being declared an environmental hotspot oh by Greenpeace. <laughs> I shiver at the sight. Good thing I can think on my feet. Lovely. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you yes, have to burn the house if you have yeah, to literally poop in just set it up in flames. My oh. favorite part of the story is just the cat in the background that's still going just at still the <laughs> carpet, just like, yep, wipe it clean. <laughs> Thumper. This is where I do my business. Anyways, oh. thank you so much, fan, for that story. Actually, I don't know if I should thank you for that story. Thank you for coming on and talking about your work. <laughs> Truly. Here at Amsu. Um really appreciate the time. Um same time next year, hopefully. Just kidding, just oh. kidding. Um but that's all the time we have this week. Thank you guys. Well, you know, I gotta ask you something, Tino though. Yeah. Um no, I don't. This is a terrible way to set up the joke of the week. <laughs> I asked a taxidermist what he does for a living, and he said, uh, you know, stuff. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it works because Savannah's go-to red flag is their taxidermist. Yeah, the taxidermist. Which we have multiple on. levels. Yeah. You know what? Plus 0.5 points. Uh, because so I bought it yep, because of Savannah was here. I'll eight out of ten. Eight Let's go. Eight Let's out of ten. Go. That was funny. That was um, funny. Yeah, no, we and we have brought the taxidermist red flag on before. I can't tell you what episode we've done thirty of these episodes, but it's in there. It's wow, in there. you guys are so cool. So many episodes, so famous. Oh, just a little bit. <laughs> I'm just honored to be on two of them now. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's your pleasure, honestly. Kind of cool news with orientation. UMFM does throughout the week on their Instagram uh, name that song. I believe they put the lyrics up and they uh, oh, they yeah. get people type in what the song is. Mm. Uh, they'll actually be using our songs of the week for that. Really, uh, and it's so funny. funny because Kristen Smith had uh, messaged me while I was in Toronto, like, hey, can I have the playlist for Songs of the Week? You know, you guys suggest such good ones. And I haven't updated since last year, so I just updated the playlist this morning while waiting for my plane. So it's perfect that Jared's like, hey, can we get the Songs of the Week for our orientation? I was able to just send them the playlist because I actually worked on it. It's like a humble brag about the playlist and good songs. (laughs) A little bit. We have the best song (laughs) suggestions. And and I got another one for you. Throw up that handle. Follow him on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Brendan Scott. Um, Have you listened to the new Billie Eilish album? No, I haven't. There was like a point when like all those like scandals came out about her, and I was Wait, just kind of like, well, like there was like a thing where like she was there was like a racist video of her that came out and oh. like everything. Um, yeah, and people were saying she was like queer baiting, so I was kind of like, mm, maybe I'll just <laughs> queer baiting, just lean away from Billie Eilish for a moment. But I yeah, she does un- still make aware. good music. Okay, well, I'll recommend one song for you. And okay, it's the uh, song of the week this week. It's Male Fantasy. But my future, your power, and of course, everyone's loving happier than ever. So, uh, those are, yeah. But that's all the time we have this week. We'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to spread good vibes. Good vibes only. Peace. So